What's up? Welcome. This is episode 59. Thanks for tuning in. Ariel and I are chatting today about some ridiculous noise complaints coming in to the town of Milton about air traffic pollution noise. What about leases? Ridiculous. And the rental market is shifting, so enjoy. All right, we're rolling. Baby, you got some big balls. If nobody's heard that before, whoever's listening to this pre-intro intro, that is the best Christmas song ever. Baby, you got some big balls. All right. What are they really saying in that? Bulbs. Bulbs. B-U-L-B-S. Yeah, because that wasn't intentional. I know. It's pretty amusing, though. What kind of... It's, what bulbs? Oh, like... Like uh, Christmas bulbs that you put on a tree. A tree. Yeah. And then they say smash them into the window or fashion them in the window. I don't know what it means, but they want you to hang your balls in the window. <laughs> the bulbs. <laughs> it's really funny. Anyways, welcome. This is episode 59 of KT Confidential. The evening cast. Yes, this is the... Uh, what are we going to call it? The evening cast? Yeah, the evening right. cast of KT With, uh, Confidential. What are we drinking here? No idea. McClellan? Some something? kind of scotch. Uh, it's been a long week. It's only Thursday. It's got a. It's a bit peaty. I like that. S- that smokiness. Yeah, peaty. So I. I don't know for sure. So somebody listening can correct me. But it has something to do with. I think it has to do with moss in the soil. And like a peat moss. Yes, exactly. And somehow that taste transitions into the drink. I like it. Some of them are overwhelming. This one's actually quite good. How do you usually drink scotch? Uh, just straight, neat. Um, Sometimes I'll put a little bit of maybe like one ice cube in it. Ice cube? Sometimes. Oh, I I don't, the rocks I'm not a big fan of. I have Why? them. Why? I don't know. I just, I find, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. A little bit of. Uh, water in scotch or whiskey opens it up a little bit. Like, I mean, yes. like a few drops. Yeah. Ice cube is more than you need, but I don't mind it. I like it with an ice cube occasionally. But more often than not, just straight up scotch. It's the way I like it. You got some notes. I see you got some notes. Yeah. Well, this is not even on the right page. But oh. I made, oh, it is. Um, I made some notes of things I wanted to talk about. And last time we finished the podcast off, we were going to talk about something, the rental market, because it has changed. And I called it. I called it. I don't know if you remember, but I called it. What episode did you call it? Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> but I called it. I'm going to look what, back. What did and you say? I said, it's, I was a little bit off with the date, but I said, come January 2020. Oh, that's right. The rental you market did. was going to shift, I think, in a big way. So we haven't seen um the what the, the true effects of it yet but there's a lot of inventory now so when we said that there were four condos on the market i remember that now there are but three dozen in milton in milton now there are about three dozen but there's also two two additional buildings that just closed well that's why i was forecasting that right because oh, that, that's right. Yes, right? I remember that now. Um, and so I was looking at freehold homes because we just listed one. And um, the client, I was chatting with her and she wanted to know stats from last year. So I pulled all the stats from November, December, 
and January. November 2018 compared to this year, November, almost identical in terms of volume. There's like 64 transactions one year and 67 the next. So really close. And then December, from the 1st of December to the 16th of December, um, year over year, Last year, there were about 40-some-odd transaction, transactions. This year, 14. So, so far. No, but I'm talking for half the month. This half the month compared oh, to the last date. half the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huge difference. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think that's going to shift back again. It's just a coincidental timing where... Nobody really wants to rent a house in December unless there's a need. But the stats are there. Last year, this time, it was happening. Okay. Did you check 2017? No, I didn't go back that far. Well, I would be curious now to see historical year over year, 2017, maybe even, well, maybe not 2016. But um, because last year, if you recall, there were, there wasn't a lot of inventory, but what was happening, I think was a lot of people were selling and renting. Right. Because the prices came up again. And then, you know, people said, well, if I can get this much for it now. Do you mean like people were selling their house and then going to rent? Correct. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. We had clients that did that. Yeah. But I think a lot of them missed the boat. They didn't get back in in time. Yeah. Or shouldn't have sold at that time. Or shouldn't have sold, yeah. Because now we're back up to the same price point. And many of those people are still renting. I think I think part of the problem with all these rental properties right now is that the price escalated and created that excess supply because it's forcing people to look elsewhere. Right. And, and, and we're talking about Milton, Oakville, maybe a bit of Mississauga, Burlington, there aren't a lot of rental, good rental properties in those areas necessarily, but, um, you know, Oakville's having the same problem and it, it, it really is a factor of affordability. And that's why we're seeing rental markets in some of the areas that I spoke about in the last podcast about my top four places to invest in right now, those areas are seeing a pickup in their, um, what? You're, you're very monotone and blah today. Usually you're more upbeat and I'm quieter. Let me drink some more. Okay. I will wait. So usually those are the areas. <laughs> Is that better for you? Yeah. It's late in the day. I've had a long day. I've been up I since. I get it. I get it. I, I, I've, I've gotten into this weird routine that my body wants to go to sleep at like 10, 1030, which I'm not used to at all. Yeah. And I'm up, like, fully charged, ready to go, like, 3.30, 4 o'clock. Right. So it's 5 o'clock now. Why did yours beep on there? What was that? I don't know. Was it on there? Anyways, I'll, I'll kick it up a notch for okay. you. So okay. So on the, on the note of that, remember how last week in the last podcast, we discussed how I've been very blah, like, just not focused and tired and stuff, right? The next day, my mom came over because she was watching Tessa or McKenna so we could go to, uh, Alicia Alicia and I could go to Tessa's uh, like Christmas open house thing at school. I was chatting with my mom 
and her husband, my stepdad, Mike, he had surgery this year and he's had something very similar. And he uh, did some research and attributed it to something. I don't know the technical term or if it's legit or not, but she said people, some people for up to a year can have like this brain fog. Um, I think that's what I'm probably experiencing. Hmm. It's really weird. Like not sleeping very well, very distracted, not focusing. It's interesting. Yeah. Always, not always, but quite often t- more tired than usual. I don't know if it has to do with the, the uh, general it's anesthetic. Yours, not or, mine. But it's on mute. That's not though. There we go. Anyways, I just thought I would say it's, uh, I have legit reason for it. So if I seem out of it. Well, and the fact that you're probably not eating as well as you did, not exercising as well, much I'm not as exercising did. at all. Eating, I'm not doing bad at all, actually. I've been pretty good, especially lately. I didn't even ask you. So we had our uh, team Christmas party. Yeah. What was your favorite part about the the day? Well, let's let everyone so, know what Yeah, we did. for those of you that want to know what we did for our Christmas party... We decided to get a limo. We met and at... Next time, let's get a little bit nicer limo, first of all. Yeah, the, thing I, was the like, guy was awesome. The guy was awesome. was awesome. I like him. I like his But company. he rolled up in like a 1986... I don't know what kind of limo it, <laughs> it was, is. The stereo didn't even work. The we had no music. We were using work. our phones for Can music. Can you imagine if you took a black light into that thing? Oh, my gosh. Um, the roof looked like it had... Oh, I don't know. It, it, but hey, it was he bad. had it stocked up with ice. He had it stocked up. He was very Glass, nice. Glasses were clean. He was prompt. He he waited around. Asked us. He. Asked I feel us like his rates were anything. more than fair. Yeah. 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 He was good. I liked them. And we and and he had to chauffeur our ass around for nine hours. Yeah, I I would have paid a little bit more for a nicer vehicle, for sure. Yeah. I don't know if he's got them or not. <sighs> That's Jen's fault. Anyways, so we met at... Whenever there's a problem, it always defaults that's right. to... We, we met at the KT studio at around 2.30. We had uh, um, we had some beverages stocked up, everybody's choice of beverage. We had some snacks. So we sat around, had a couple of drinks, had a few nibbles. And I was... You I showed up I got, really right. I know. I got rate, my time wrong. I got, showed up... Showed r- up really right. Very right. And um, I missed those festivities. So I came in quickly. I'm just trying to take a picture while we talk. Damn phone. Why don't you get a phone that's from the last five years? Um, I showed up. I didn't have to. Limo was waiting out front. I had to quickly come in. I Two people threw those firebomb shots at me. I don't know who else is buying those. It's a great little pack that you bought, that box of. Oh, I love them. Yeah. I've gone through probably three this month. Yeah. So that was delicious. So I downed two of those. They're like an ounce and a bit. Yeah. Just over an ounce. Yeah. But and, they're they're uh, great. That got me in the mood. I was ready to go. Yeah. And then we took that uh, limo to axe throwing, which was a first bad, for me. Bad axe in Burlington. Yeah. I think we could have maybe planned a bit better, been there a little bit longer. Maybe. We weren't there very long. Maybe an hour. Yeah. So that was fun. We though. were also late getting into the limo, though. Yes. By about 15 minutes, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. So that ate into that time. So I think if we had that full time there, it would have been good. We actually yeah. had an hour and a half booked. I think it was more than that. Two hours, I think. Was it? I think so. Anyways. It was bloody expensive for the time that we were there. Yeah, we were, well, I, that's everybody. because we paid for the full amount. Right. So 
it wouldn't. Well, it's still expensive. It's not cheap, but it was fun. I had a good time. I would do that again. Yeah. Although the place that I was, that I've been axe throwing to, they had um, the long axes. What? Like, like, you know, the. Like a real axe, like not a hatchet. Right. Oh my gosh. I would never throw that. It's really cool to throw. And daggers. That would be fun. Uh, those are difficult. Mm-hmm. So they had some more variety of things you can throw. But I think everybody by that time was a little bit tipsy because we were drinking in the uh, limo. Yeah. We had fun. Um, so from there, yeah, we went for dinner. That at, was, I think dinner tra- was my favorite part. Yeah. Because I really enjoyed the food. It was good. Yeah. It was good. What did you order? Um, I was quite, I was quite drunk by then. You were intoxicated. Yeah. Um, I had a filet. Mignon. Mignon. Um, just a small one, a six ounce, I think. I should have got yep. the bigger one. That's what I ordered too. Although it was satisfying. And that's what I'm learning to do is trying to... You don't need eight ounces. Proper of- portions. No, you don't. And we had a ton of sides. The sides were all amazing. I didn't, I only had like one thing. I think you guys oh, like... Oh, fuck, I ate everything. There I was, think that was uh, the problem. Uh, vegetable tempura. That was really good. That was didn't a huge serving. Yeah. Didn't you make didn't it try to me. that. There was no. tons. And then we had the steak bites. They were tasty. I tried one of those. That was good. The uh, ahi tuna. Nope. Didn't have, like, what are you guys hoarding it on me? And then there was something else. Crab cakes. Anyways, it was all really good. Nope. I enjoyed that. And then we didn't had have it. wine and I finished off my meal with my, uh, my go-to, the black Russian. Oh, you did. You had a drink there too. Yeah. I started with uh, a mojito. Yes. Which was quite good. I don't remember what I started with. Nothing. I don't oh, think. I just had wine. Yeah. That wine wasn't very good. It was okay. We didn't go over I mean, and above uh, with the wine, but... No, and I don't think after being that intoxicated that it's worth doing that. It's true. So You're, You really don't care. I really enjoyed the table that we were at, that round table. Yeah, so and I've it, always wanted a round me table too. at home. Me too. Okay, interesting. I love the round table, but yeah. the, the, the problem is if you have a big function, yes. like a big Christmas dinner, what do you do with one round table that only seats eight people? You cramming 12 or 16 in there? You can't. No. So do you have two round tables to make like an eight? Where does the other one go? I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Or you so have you one have... for the adults, because that's we're at that stage now. One for adults. Eight is usually sufficient for adults. And then a smaller folding rectangular six or eight person table. I don't know. In our family, there's really just Judah and Jonah that are oh, really? uh, um, at that age. So everybody else. So is, then you put your favorite people at the bigger table. And not so I mean, people. I don't know what you guys do now, but our regular table become, so we clear out our den. Mm-hmm. We're not hosting this year, thank goodness, because the last two years we hosted. That's a lot of work and a lot of money. Yeah. I figured just food and beverage, we were spending 1500 bucks. Yeah, it gets expensive. Um, and I do all the cooking. and $1,500? Yeah. That can't be right. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Wow. It's expensive. Yeah, well, Longo, you go to Longo's. Buy all the stuff or Whole Foods, buy all the stuff. That's where I shop, those two places. Uh, easily seven, eight hundred bucks right there. Just for food. 
and that's... You're getting organic everything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't buy the cheap stuff. I buy, you know, good meats and, and plus I make the turkey, I make the brisket, I make some other kind of side like, uh, or um, another kind of meat, uh, plus all the sides and... Uh, you're getting make, you're making me hungry. I'm going tomorrow. I'm heading up to Huntsville, and dinner's on Saturday. Anyway, so you enjoyed Chop. Chop was my favorite part. And then after Chop, we went to Yuck Yucks. I didn't thoroughly enjoy Yuck Yucks because I was half in the bag, and I you was, were passing. I out. was passing out, so I was just. I ordered a drink of some sort. I think it was a vodka tonic or gin and tonic, sorry, or something like that. Yeah, and I didn't even drink it. Really? No, I put it under my chair. I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't know where to put it. I couldn't really see straight. I didn't know where the table was. And <laughs> I didn't know that it was dark in there. I was just, you know, that me, you, Steve, and Jen. We were howling. Really? You know, Chris you too for that a while. Mood, that mode where you're just like, I just of, want to go home and cuddle in my bed. Yeah, and you're just teetering back and forth, and you're just yeah. looking around. Well, that's the thing. We don't go out much anymore, especially yeah. late at night. That's true. Um, but yeah, as soon as we got back into the limo, you and and Chris KO'd. You guys passed out. I have some great photos of the yeah, two of you. Just that is so mean. And uh, and me, Steve, and Jen, we we had a few more drinks. And Heather, didn't she? I don't know. I don't know if she had another drink in not in the limo. Steve and Steve, which Steve? Grumman. Chiquetto. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Oh. I was in my own little space at that point. Come on. But Yuck Yucks was, um, was good. It was a little offensive, uh, uh, the material, but uh, that's Why? what you expect. What was he? I don't even remember. I, was, I wasn't offended, but uh, it just... Well, that's what... Yeah, you, you expect that. Yeah. Anyways, we had fun. We got home around midnight, maybe? Yeah, we had to be done by midnight. I think that's the limo cutoff. Yeah. And I, all I remember is just... I don't remember getting into the limo after... I sort of remember walking to it and then I woke up at home. But so it, it was a little bit too long. Yeah, it was too long. But I much prefer doing an outing like that than what's a typical Christmas party of just going to one venue, having some standard food and a couple sure, of drinks. Sure, but it's, it's and, not practical or how practical, how practical does it become if you've got 30 employees or 40 or 100, or 100 like... Then it's that's really the only option you have. I don't know. I don't know. Then we will get to that point. So we'll have to start thinking about that. I don't know. But I'm I'm always in the mindset that you know you got to treat the employees um, not only with respect, but treat them you know to be part of the team. Well, and, you need and, to make sure they know you appreciate them. Well, that's it, right? And. Uh, we all work so hard and have family lives that keep us, you know, very routined throughout the week that um, once a year we can go out and have fun together and yeah. uh, enjoy it. So I think everybody had a good time. I hope everybody had a good time. It seems like it. I think so. I did. Yeah. I would do it again. Yeah. Maybe in 12 months. Yeah. Just do I, it again uh, next December. I put something up here. I went to, where did it go? There was a recent post on Facebook on the Milton Talk Facebook page, and it was somebody sharing and uh, one of the news articles from Inside Halton. The title is uh, "Very Disappointed: Halton Residents and Councillors Angry About Airplane Noise." What are your thoughts on it? Because 
we live right under the flight path. It depends which way the wind's blowing. No, it doesn't. It does. What do you mean, no, it doesn't? Okay. I, well, okay. I well, can't explain. Remember, I can't remember the name of the runway, but okay. there is a specific runway that's... We're talking about Pearson. Not yeah. the little dinky ones that fly around from the Burlington Airport. Correct. Yeah. So when we get planes going over our... Although those ones are noisier. Yeah. Well, they're flying much lower and, yeah. and uh, at a slower speed, so you hear it. Um, but the the ones that you're talking about when the planes come directly over our house to land, yes, yeah, that well, that's a specific runway, uh, and that's usually when the wind is blowing from west to east. Right. So because you're going with the wind uh, sometimes, but it depends on uh, temperature and the speed of the wind because you might want to go against the wind. So it depends on how they're there, and then what. Other <laughs> flights are actually landing at that time. So yeah. it's not a I'm consistent... just laughing because you took a lesson and you actually flew a plane. So I'm, you're having an opportunity to oh. <laughs> talk about all this knowledge you acquired. I, I still am going to get my pilot's license. That is still on my... But it's not at this stage of my life. I, I decided that maybe I'll do a couple of more courses as I have some time in the summer. It's a big commitment. It's big. And I got pretty sick because of, um, I don't know, they say in small planes when you, because you start on a oh, Cessna 172. Everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember the first oh time I went God. on um, Porter Airlines, it was a smaller plane than what you, you know I was used to. And uh, I didn't mind it at all. I enjoy it. But you could feel the yaw, like you could feel the tail going back and forth and you can feel a lot a lot more of what's happening, which I thought was kind of interesting, actually, because it happens in the bigger planes. You just don't notice it as much. Well, so my very first flight, it was me, the the teacher, the pilot and Natalie. Yeah. And that's all there's room for. Uh, Cessna 172. And it was at the... Uh, Burlington or um, Brampton Airport. I didn't know what to expect, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but he he did the takeoff, and once we were at cruising altitude, he handed the reins over to me. So I got to fly the plane for I don't know half an hour or so. That's cool. And I did the landing. Oh, that's which fun. was really cool. Um, we went over the, uh, the lake there. Uh, what is it called? Um, the lake in, in Brampton, Heart, Heart in Lake. In Brampton? Heart Lake. Heart Lake, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was looking down and I don't know what happened, but I just started getting like super nauseous to the point where I was going to vomit. Yeah. And he says... Just like a vertical or something? Like, yeah, 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 kind okay. of. That's what it kind of felt like, right? And he goes, okay, that's... It's it's common. A lot of people get that. A lot of pilots even get that in the beginning. Eventually, you get used to it. Next time, take a gravel, uh, non-drowsy gravel before you, you fly. You'll be fine. And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, anyways, so we're at our cruising altitude. I don't remember how, how high up, but, you know, you're several thousand feet up. He says, open the window. Oh, <laughs> is it on the <laughs> to side? To get some fresh air. It's right, like, right here by yeah. your head? Yeah, like literally right here. That's fine. Just open the window, get some fresh air. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me to open the window in the plane, okay. That's something I've always wanted know. to go in one of those like biplanes where you're sitting in an open cockpit. That would yeah. be fun. 
Well, my goal eventually uh, is to own a lakefront property. Well, it could even be our own cottage right now. Yeah. Uh, where I can go to Burlington, drive to Burlington or, or Brampton. Yeah. Hop in a plane that I rent or own. You can actually own a plane like that relatively inexpensive. Like it's probably 100, 150K or something. Even less. You buy a used one for 70, 80K. It's the maintenance and the storage and all that that costs the money and the fuel. Um, but yeah, it's like the price of a nice car nowadays. Right. So drive up to the airport and fly and land on the cottage at the cottage. But you need a special license to be able to land yeah. in the water. I knew that because um Erin, my sister-in-law, her dad has that. So she's been up in it often. So that's that would be fun. Does he rent or he owns a- rents it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good option. Pretty economical. Anyways. Um, anyway, so last year, so just to go back to this whole noise complaint thing. So last year, um, Milton Councillor Mike Clute pointed out that the number of registered noise complaints in Milton jumped from 2,400 in 2017 to 18,461. Because of planes? In 2018. Noise complaints, yes. Because of... Uh, registered noise complaints, but they're referring to uh, air pollution and airplanes. So I would assume that's what it's referencing. But the funny thing is uh, there have been no major, it says there have been no major changes in flight paths or volumes during this time. And that 98% of the complaints came from one person. What? How does that make sense? Do you want to do the math? So 14,000 complaints 18, from one person? 18,000 complaints and 98% or of them. 18,000, wow. That's 98% of them came from one person? That doesn't, there's no way. That article, that's something's wrong with that. 100%. Or somebody's or I nothing get, to do. I want to get that person on the we podcast. We need to get that person on the podcast, yeah. <laughs> if you made 16,500 complaints. Like how many, would that be, I guess it could be email, phone calls. It would be continuous complaints. Dude, that would be like... That's your job. That that would be like 50 complaints a day. Yeah, it, <laughs> it would be unfathomable. Uh, I cannot believe somebody did, did that. So that can't be accurate. There must be a misprint. So, okay, so what's your take on the noise? Anyways, from... it doesn't bother me at all. It's just like the train. You know like... what does kind of bother me, though, that, that about the flight path that's over our um, homes is the pollution. Um, I haven't investigated that, but I know, you know, those big airliners, there's pollution that falls from it. I, I don't know what it's called. Um, it's probably no different than a car. Oh, it's just different fuel. Well, it's very different because you're burning it at different temperatures and at a much higher speed. And I can't imagine whatever. it's any worse than having a hundred cars drive past our house every day. Well, that's what I don't know. I don't know. It's right, right over. Right. So yeah. like whatever shit is falling into the air is falling right onto us. Yeah. I grew up with it. I grew up in Meadowville, more or less like exactly East. Wherever you live in the GTA, you're going to be... F- well, yes, but the further east you go, like where I was, you could see, like you could almost see in the windows. Like it was right. really cool because at that point they're much lower. But no, it's never bothered me. And if you live anywhere within even an hour and a half drive of the airport, 
it's that's what you're gonna get i enjoy it i enjoy watching them i do too it reminds me of how i need to take a vacation and how i have needed to for the last seven years oh you've been talking about it just go i have to otherwise i'll probably get divorced alicia will leave me if i don't do something I think it's ridiculous that people complain about this stuff. So just book it. Just book it. Just yeah. Well, it. our big dilemma is kids or no kids. First vacation away in seven years. How does... Okay, now I know you won't care. How does she feel about going away with the kids? She feels the same way as me. So we both feel like... Um, we need a vacation. Like it would be nice to go without the kids, but we feel bad because we want them to experience it. Do you need to do something with those? Because it's 29 minutes in. I'll check. I think they might be set up okay, though. Meanwhile, I'll enjoy the rest of this uh, scotch, courtesy of Chris Behe. So for those of you that enjoy an occasional scotch, rye, or whiskey, uh, we often have a bottle here at the studio for these purposes. So feel free to stop by and enjoy some with us at any given time. On the note of vacations, we are planning a vacation this winter as well. Well, you haven't put in your vacation time off report request. I will tell you when I'm going. That that will be my <laughs> report request. So what were you going to say? Alicia feels the same way as you. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we both, obviously, we'd love for the kids to be there so they can experience it. But we also... Here's the but. Well, we want to get away without them. Right. Right? So, okay, so well, how does she feel you, leaving without them? I think we're both okay with that. Well, then go without them. Yeah. But Tessa's always like, oh, when do we get to go to the beach? Because she's been to Costa Rica once. And I guess she remembers it. So I'd feel so bad. She's five. Yeah, I know, I know. It, it it's it's nice. I have memories of my parents, uh, my my grandfather, or my grandparents, and, and my mom. We took a few trips to Aruba and Bahamas as a child that age, and there's some memories and some photos which are really nice. But you can take another vacation later in the year. Yeah, that's true. Or take you know, I would do a short trip with the kids. I would do like a four-day getaway to the Bahamas or something with the kids. And you can find deals, right? And the luxury of your wife not having a job where she's employed. Are you trying to be careful on what you say? Yes. You can't say that at work. You'll get into trouble no, for that. No, she, she has a very important job. But, um, but with both of your schedules... You can pick up and go at any time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So a deal pops up for a four-day getaway. Uh, maybe you take the kids. It's um, a good idea. But treat yourselves to a nice, uh, because there's nothing better than recharging. You'll come back. You'll feel better. You'll you'll actually miss the kids and come back and maybe, you know, maybe the uh, relationship is bonded again. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, for sure. It's important. Like even like some of that the other throughout the year, you last, get frustrated at things. And yeah, of course. Last week we had a babysitter come or two weeks ago and we went out for a night. Even that's fun. I want to start doing that almost weekly. Yeah. We've been out once together since the kids were born. We should take advantage of once. each other more often. Like we live next door to each other. It's true. Just put your kids to bed. Bring me the baby monitor. I'll take care of them. 
Well, we don't have a baby monitor, so that could be a problem. You don't? No, we have. Oh, a, you have the. We have a Nest Cam camera. Yeah. Right. I don't know, but seriously, that's a good idea. I don't think people do that enough. Yeah. You should rely on friends to do stuff. So like we're going to do a family trip. Uh, we're actually going to ask other family to join. So that during the vacation, you know, if grandma or grandpa are there, that kind of thing, pass off the kids for a few hours yeah, or for even a night or whatever um, and, and get some together time. The only thing then is you want to make sure you've got a room or a house that has uh, like an accommodate like naps and stuff where you don't have to go far from the room. There's like a pool at the door. Well, that's exactly what I, I, I don't know if you heard me talk about this the other day. The one place I was looking at, the room is like an apartment. So you can put the kids to sleep or to nap in the bedroom and you still have tons of space. Yeah. And sliding doors out to the um like an infinity pool and they serve you the drinks and the food at your balcony if you want that's nice um so looking into that it's bloody expensive though especially going in the winter oh yeah we'll see we'll see where we go saint lucia is on the list i don't know where we would go i'll figure it out i need to start planning it Anyway, the noise uh, complaints, got to look into that. Milton is a pretty quiet town. And the fact that some planes fly overhead, embrace it. Well, it's just like people complaining about reasonable noise from neighbors when you live in a suburban area. Like You're going to start complaining about the trains now too? Everything. Like people are ridiculous. Don't honk your horn past 2 a.m. Like go to sleep. Yeah. Well, it's like the whole Mitch Garber thing, how people were complaining about his haunted house thing. We got to get him. He's he's wanting to come on the podcast. We just haven't been able to align yet. But yeah, uh, yeah that's a, I think that's a good idea. You got any other topics? You no, that about? was it. And it's a long day. I'm, we're going to call it a call it a night. Finish my whiskey here. Really? Yeah. But I wanted to recap that. So the rental market is changing. So we're going to keep our eyes on that because it's changing, slowing down. Prices have still been holding just in steady. the last few just, weeks. What are you? The, I know, but it, it's stop all... Stop being a negative Nancy. I'm not being negative Nancy. It's all more or less aligning with my prediction of January. So we'll see what happens. And then the noise complaints. Well, well my prediction topic. is the price of homes are going to be going up in 2020. I think spring is going to be crazy. Which is going to mean... Not like 2017 crazy. I believe gonna be there's going to be probably less investors that are buying to have rental properties because the numbers won't align exactly the same like they did in the last 16, 18 months. Yeah. Um, which is, again, going to create a shortage of rental properties. So I think it's just a temporary thing. Once the supply that's here now goes away in January, February, probably into March. Yeah. Again, March, April is going to be a shortage, and the prices are going to pick up. But over this three-month period... I think prices will come down. So if you're looking at renting a property right now, um, you can probably get a place much cheaper now than you could have three months ago. Right. I, we know that. Yeah. Um, but it's playing playing the market a little bit there too. It is. I'm done. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Episode 59. Cheers. Cheers.
supposed to take a sip after a cheers. Bad luck or something? Maybe that's why you're tired. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to episode 59 of KT Confidential. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, comment, like the like the what? Like this episode. Show some love. Thanks.